Welcome to another episode of Hemp Barons. I'm Dan Humiston, and on today's show, Joyce speaks with the team that helps secure hemp a place in this year's World Ag Expo. This is a huge step forward for hemp and a super exciting opportunity for everyone who loves this amazing plant. Let's join Joy's conversation with Mike Reed and David Rubenstein. Well, thank you, David and Mike, for being with us on Hemp Errands today. Great to be here. Thank you. Thank you. We're, so, we're thrilled about this, John. And, and so am I. I'm literally bursting with excitement that the World Ag Expo, which is the globe's, the planet Earth's largest agricultural exposition taking place annually in Tulare, California, is basically right around the corner. And you gentlemen are doing some of the most exciting things at the World Ag Expo, and that is the Hemp Pavilion and the Hemp Innovation Challenge. So let's start with the Hemp Pavilion and with you, David Rosenstein, and tell us uh, how this idea was born or when World Ag Expo, which which event includes over 100,000 people over the three days of this massive show, uh, how did World Ag Expo decide, you know what, it's time, we're going to bring in hemp? It's kind of a funny story. Actually, it happened like many good things happen organically, uh, but it, it's actually um, the brainchild of Christian Gray. And it was it was the I think it was late. It was in December of 2018 that um, he dragged me by the ear and into what would be the first industrial hemp workshop in California. And uh, that was pretty close. That was in Central Valley. Um, that was, so was just like a few weeks after it was legalized. And based on the success of that, which we thought would be maybe 30 people showing up, 30 farmers, it ended up being like 130 farmers, and it was literally standing room only. Um, that evolved into a follow-up call that he made to the World Ag Expo saying, hey, guys, you know, been around for 50 years. What are you guys doing for hemp? And the answer was a combination of nothing to not even sure exactly what the question meant, because it, it was still really very much under the radar for a lot of folks. Um, so we actually, with less, maybe six weeks notice, we launched uh, a, a trial run at running this expo in 2019, you know, and hundreds of people showed up and it was considered a success. But based on that success, we decided to do this properly, give ourselves, you know, advance notice and, and actually build a team around this and actually do it formally under contract with the expo. Um, so this, you know, it's, it's that, that would be his brainchild. Um, but, you know, as, as, Great ideas also require, uh, you know, great execution. And so very quickly, we had to assemble a team of folks who actually had the time and the resources to be able to do it. And, and so to this day, we all work together. There's quite a few of us who are, who are just committed to this process of sharing information as accurately and as effectively as possible. And um, so that's, that would be the short version of the story. So fantastic. And Christian Gray is just such a hemp hero of epic proportions. Um, and I can't wait to be with all of you for those three and four days uh, in February, February 11th, 12th, and 13th of 2020. And of course, you may have meant the first industrial hemp farming uh, workshop. We've been doing workshops in California for about 30 years now. And you know that Chris Boucher, um, who is also participating, and he's a founder of the Hemp Industries Association, uh, which of course we founded in 1994, thanks to heroes like Chris Boucher of the Imperial Valley. And it's such an honor for me to be the president of that uh, association right now. 
he actually had uh, a industrial hemp grow in the Imperial Valley in 1998 that was destroyed by the Drug Enforcement Administration. But uh, yeah, they've been educating folks there for quite some time. Um, 2018 comes along and uh, we're, we're now four years into the agricultural pilot programs here for the reintroduction of this valuable, versatile crop. Um, and really, I, I can see why at this point, at that point, Christian is saying, come on, World Ag Expo, what are we going to do here? Um, and also feeling the itch to get the farmers on board um, to learn about how to grow this amazing crop. Without the farmers, we've got nothing. And as I know, I don't have to tell you guys, but I will tell the listeners, um, we're talking human and animal nutrition, body care, nutraceuticals, pharmaceuticals. Uh, paper, textiles, building materials, biocomposites, bioplastics, industrial sealants and coatings, supercapacitors, energy fuel, storage, batteries, nanotechnology. Somebody stop me. It's everything. And that brings me to you, Mr. Michael Reed, and the Hemp Innovation Challenge, which is so exciting. Explain to the listeners what the Hemp Innovation Challenge is. The Hemp Innovation Challenge is an innovation competition. And the whole idea is we want to accelerate the future of hemp innovation. We want to support hemp entrepreneurs, uh, students, researchers, farmers, mad scientists, people in, the, in North America, South America, Europe, Asia. It's a global competition focused on all these amazing things you just listed where you concluded it's everything. And let me just share, Joy, in the last... Um, three weeks, really. We've really just been, you know, it's been Thanksgiving and Christmas. The first press release went out just before Thanksgiving. But these innovations are coming in from, from all over the world. It's, I, I like to say that we've given a voice to a hemp innovation nation. And it's not just one nation, Joy. Uh, it's India. It's Canada. It's the U.S. It's as far away as Nepal. And so um, it, it, it's just, uh, it's, a comp it's going to be a fast pitch competition. We hope to get 50 or so really good quality uh, innovators uh, from all over the world. We will narrow that group of 50 down to probably 15 or 20. We will talk to those folks. Three or five of them will, will be on the stage in Tulare on February 12th from 1 to 5 p.m. There will be three judges that get to ask two questions each after a five-minute fast pitch. And, uh, and then we will award prizes, uh, cash prizes. But more importantly than cash, we will, we, they will get press, global press, press from the World Ag Expo, press from the NOCO Hemp folks, a very important sponsor for us, the Farm Journal, the Hemp Industry Daily. Um, other important sponsors include companies that are innovators already, like Oso Vega. Um, so it, it's just been an amazing, you know, few weeks, Joy, and the innovators are submitting these innovations. And like you said, Joy, it's everything that's coming in. And I'll share more about that as we speak uh, during this during this conversation. Hemp Innovation Nation. You know, it doesn't take much for me to get the goosebumps when it comes to hemp. I think we all know that. But the minute you said that, my every hair on my body stood on and hemp innovation nation. What an exciting time this is going to be. And and really to be able to get these ideas out there, bring them together. 
folks, and as you said, a winner could be at the Hemp Innovation Challenge. An idea actually could be a winner. You don't necessarily have to have, you know, a prototype um, in place. I imagine those will be the most fascinating and potentially the most impressive, but an idea could also win. So I hope that folks with amazing ideas are also going to enter because you don't necessarily need to be present to win either. From what I understand, two things, Mike Reed, correct me if I'm wrong on that, and B, what is the website to enter the Hemp Innovation Challenge? No, you are absolutely 100% right. It is an honor to speak with you. What you've done with Fritter's industry is just off the charts, Joy. And, and, but you, you nailed it. You hit the nail on the head. You don't have to be there. It can just be an idea. It doesn't have to be a profitable business. It's a whole spectrum. We're taking anything and everything in this first year. Our goal is in this pilot year to test the idea. Will sponsors actually be interested? Will innovators share? And the answer is yes on both fronts. It's a hemp innovation nation, and it's not just one nation. It's, 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 it's a global thing. And, and the, the website, you asked the website, we actually have two things, a website and, believe it or not, uh, a, a trained um, crew of folks who can answer the telephone. So the, uh, the website is hempinnovationchallenge.org, so www.hempinnovationchallenge.org. And the phone number, you can call 888-222-4656. And uh, if you're, if you're hemp, uh, inspiration comes to you in the wee hours of the morning. Call 888-222-4656. There will be a live human being that will that will speak with you, uh, ask you a little bit about it, and uh, and, and you can uh, you know join, get on the on the bandwagon, join the train, join the, the innovation nation, and uh, be part of this. So fantastic! Just really, really exciting, and in every possible way. And getting back to you, David, on the Hemp Pavilion, let's talk about some highlights of some things that are going to be displayed there that folks will be able to touch and see, perhaps equipment, other types of unique machinery. And as much as we love CBD, oh my goodness, and we love CBD, things that go beyond hemp extract, the industrial, nutritional, and other trillion-dollar uses, as we say, for this versatile, valuable plant. Well, if you haven't been to the expo, the expo by itself is kind of like the ultimate playground. So it's, kind of, it's sort of like Disneyland for, for farmers. There's every piece of machinery you never knew existed that we use daily, you know, to create our food system or ag system. Uh, machines that are just blow people's mind away. And actually, they're actually a lot of fun for kids and families. They actually allow people to get up in, get up, sorry, in and up on these, these giant tractors and all these different other types of heavy equipment. Um, but that, that's sort of like the physical stuff that you see um, just outside the show. As far as like, you know, elements that relate specifically to hemp, it's, it's, so it's, it's a little bit diverse right now. Uh, we're bringing in, uh, we're trying to bring as much folks in that represent like a cross section of what the, the fledgling, you know, nascent hemp industry is today. So obviously there's seeds and a number of uh, genetics that, are, that are, um, you know, and breeders that will be there. Um, there's also, Things that are um, very important to farmers, like that seem boring, but they're quite, you know, quite critical things about compliance and how to understand the current laws as they as they apply to you know various jurisdiction uh, jurisdictions, and um, but also 
uh, folks who will be representing, yes, um, some processing and, and we're trying to think way beyond uh, the oil bubble, uh, definitely into the fiber and the textiles. Um, and um, we, we actually have a, a panel right now that we're, we're scrambling the last minute to bring together really what, what I consider one of the more important aspects of the industry is, is, is basically the industrial applications beyond you know, something that people would consume in the, in the form of medicine. So though there are there are a few companies out there that have been pretty ahead of the curve, uh, but they're pretty silent under the radar and the, they are getting involved in the polymers and, and, and the and the text and the um, the composites. Um, and those are things that I think long term are really more valuable to to farmers. Um, and we, we could have a pretty long discussion about why that's the case, but we're trying to create an audience um of participants that really are thinking long term knowing that it takes years to stand up an industry um you know it wasn't overnight that we grew 95 million acres of corn in this country and it's not going to be overnight before we grow that much of hemp but someday we will um because everything that we make in this world <laughs> out of something else we can essentially make out of hemp today and um, so there's tremendous economic, social, environmental um, benefits to us just, you know, taking this seriously. And we're trying to, you know, coalesce and convene a number of experts, you know, nationally and internationally who ultimately are driving that conversation and innovating and um, really championing the cause. Well, and I think you heard me go through that exhaustive list in the beginning of the show. It's not a long conversation we have to have at all. I literally named every single thing that humans and animals need to survive on planet Earth when I went through that list. And all of those industries and needs can be met with hemp. Um, and so, indeed, and not only, of course, and from an economic perspective, when we talk about the, the trillion-dollar industries of all of those uh, various areas of, of life on Earth, um, but we, we talk about the planetary healing aspects of it as well. So the more hemp we grow and the more hemp we use, the healthier planet we are getting, of course, as long as we are using appropriate farming techniques as long as we are not using harsh chemicals to process hemp, which is not required. That's the incredible thing about hemp. So we need to make sure that we're stewarding the reintroduction and the reemergence of this incredible crop uh, responsibly. And it's such an opportunity, as I've said for a number of years here, we cannot reintroduce this incredible crop without co-introducing regenerative agricultural techniques. It is, this crop cannot go the way of corn and soy and wheat. We will not bastardize this crop. We've got to steward it along as best um, and as, as most responsibly as we possibly can. In terms of, and I love to hear that it's literally a Disneyland for farmers. I'm, I'm going to be learning so much about crops outside of hemp. It's uh, no surprise that my world is sort of viewed through the lens of hemp. So I learn about agriculture through this crop. Um, so what an opportunity to be there. Are there any, uh, and I, I'm sure you can't tell us any surprises, but any particular highlights with regard to hemp-specific equipment or hemp uh, other folks that are actually going, goodness knows I'll be there. I have uh, many roles and I'm so excited. Many uh, of the industry leaders and as we say, old school or the pioneers um, from the late 1980s and early 90s um, will be there. So folks that I have known for nearly 30 years, it's going to be a bit of a family reunion. But can you give us any highlights for 
understand specifically uh, when you say a processor or some fiber? Could you give us an idea of what you mean by that? Fiber is a big world in hemp. Let me just call out one particular person. I'm extremely excited who's coming. She's actually, um, her name is uh, Hannah or Hanka, depending on how you reference her name, but uh, she's from the Czech Republic. And you mentioned Chris earlier. He's been doing it for, since the 90s. I mean, Hannah's probably, she started in college uh, over two decades ago in academia studying hemp. And she's kind of one of these rare people who actually was able to apply her academic uh, experience to a professional life, uh, which she maintains specifically through hemp globally. And she's been involved all over the planet, um, mostly doing fiber in Eastern Europe, but also involved in uh, uh, global hemp policy on a per country basis, working with the United Nations, uh, looking at how the, the UN uh, Sustainable Development Goals, the SDG goals, uh, directly, directly can leverage hemp to meet almost every single one of those goals, which um, just to give you a simple example, someone that we're excited about. So Mike, tell the listeners, what are some of the amazing things that folks might be able to see and touch and feel when they visit the World Ag Expo and Hemp Pavilion? Joy, great question. Andrew Bish of Bish Enterprises does an amazing job of communicating all about the equipment that comes from all over the world, and he's going to have a booth. Uh, the folks from FlexMod will, will also have a booth, and what they're doing with their technology has just been a very big help for the industry. High Low Seeds is another uh, entity that's, that's going to that's gonna be there. Um, the, the announcement of the U.S. Hemp Growers Association, which is a consortium kind of brought together by the Farm Journal that includes FlexMod and High Low and, and some others, I think Gentana, um, uh, are, are also a, a part, of, part of this. And um, I think the Imperial Valley uh, Ag Commissioner may even have a booth. Uh, David, correct me if I'm wrong on that one. Um, um, but th- those are a, a, just a handful of, 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 of folks who will have booths um, at the Hemp Pavilion. And uh, it, it's, it's been an amazing experience, John, because so many folks, i got to tell you this, there were spaces for 30. We wanted to do this small in year one. Um, that, that group of 30 filled up in such a short period of time, and we're really having to turn folks away. And one of the big, exciting aspects of why we actually uh, did the Hemp Innovation Challenge is because we can now invite some of the folks that we had to turn away to participate in some way, shape, or form uh, with the Hemp Innovation Challenge. And so um, I guess I can share this, but um, I want to just tell folks, Morris Beagle has uh, some guitars made out of hemp, and he is here, and he is the founder and creator of NOCO, you know Morris, and Preston Whitfield. I can't, can't continue without mentioning Preston. It's just been an absolute awesome contributor to helping us pull all the right people together um so with preston and morris's help and morris being interested in bringing his hemp guitars we are going to have we're going to have a great show at the hemp innovation challenge joy and uh so it's going to be fun everybody and i really hope to see you in february well, it's going to be an amazing show, and I cannot wait to be a part of participating in it, educating the folks, helping folks on stage. Um, it's just singing the song of hemp is my number one absolutely favorite thing to do. And I'm so excited to be able to, A, work with you and Christian David Rosenstein um, at the Hemp Pavilion and uh, the World Ag Expo. 
and to continue my work with you, Mike Reed. We met uh, at a very historical date, actually. You want to tell the folks a little bit about that? The U.S. Hemp Authority in November of 2018 put on the first ever um, certification training for processors and for growers. And I was in that room um, with you, Joy, uh, learning all about you know how uh, processors and growers can follow um, absolute best practices to do uh, what they do in the fields and then after the hemp is harvested with uh, with all of the versions of hemp and to hear to hear you and learn from you and the folks that you had with you there that day in November of 2018 it was a real seminal moment in my career and I I thank you for creating that and for making sure with the Hemp Industry Association that we are that we are all going down the right path and that we're doing high quality uh, processing high quality growers with high quality people and and, and to, to make this industry happen it was a, it was a fantastic event and thank you joy it, it was just so great having you there and you know the US Hemp Authority was was seed funded and the US Hemp Authority of course is the first third-party independent verification program, but it's straight up telling folks, uh, particularly who are making products for human consumption out of hemp, whether it be hemp extract or or hemp foods, and then topical products right now as well, and will expand as the the industry and those standards expand, um, that they must be in in compliance with current good manufacturing practices under federal law, under the Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act. And it's very important while the FDA sort of uh, drags its feet to come up with a regulatory framework to supplement the existing regulatory framework for dietary supplements, foods, and cosmetics, that some organization, you know, took a hold of that uh, to help uh, tell folks and explain to folks how important this is, that don't make any mistake about it, just because the FDA has not come up with a regulatory framework specific to CBD does not mean that you are all of a sudden not subject to the regulatory framework that exists for these other products. And it was uh, very important for that to happen. And we're so grateful that the U.S. Hemp Roundtable seed funded the U.S. Hemp Authority and then, of course, invited the Hemp Industries Association to be the training partner. Um, And the Hemp Industries Association and U.S. Hemp Roundtable actually have a leadership uh, relationship with one another where we each sit on each other's boards. And it's uh, a perfect example of coalition building and all of these different organizations working together. We also have memorandums of understanding and work together with Vote Hemp, with the American Herbal Products Association. Um, and it, it's, it's just very important that everyone starts to learn who each other is um, as they come into the space because it's power in numbers. And working together is what's going to help our lawmakers and our regulators turn hysterical prohibition into the liberation of the world's most valuable plant. David, it's just such a pleasure and an honor to have you here. I know that work is tremendous trying to get all of these spots filled for three days and get particularly at the Hemp Pavilion um, so that you can make sure so much robust information is happening Um, for everybody each day of that event. And I just can't thank you enough for the tireless work uh, that you're putting in for this. And, And Mike, the Hemp Innovation Challenge is so inspiring and I think is just going to spark 
so much excitement and interest, not only at the show, but obviously leading up to it. And I'm very, very excited to participate in it, gentlemen. And would you tell us, David Rosenstein, the website address for the World Ag Expo? That's a good question. It's uh, worldagexpo.com. Get to that website. If you type in the word hemp, there's a little search box on the left of that website. Type in hemp, click search. Once you get to worldagexpo.com, and you will see all the press releases, the one for the pavilion, the one for the innovation challenge. It's, uh, it gives you a really cool lens into the hemp aspects of this gigantic 110,065 nations represented world's largest event, Joy. So fantastic. World's largest agricultural event. And the other thing I think we didn't tell folks is it's only $15 to get in and kids are free. $15 and kids are free February 11th, 12th, and 13th in Tulare, California. Figure out how you're going to get there now. Figure out where you're going to stay now because it's a popular event and Tulare, California is in ag lands, nearest big city, Fresno, California. Gentlemen, both of you, thank you for everything that you do and thank you for being on Hemp Barons today. Thanks for having us. Joy, you said you are singing the song of hemp I can't tell you how much I love that and everything you're doing with the Hemp Industries Association. Just hearing about the Hemp Industries Association, learning from HIA, going to the conference, seeing you in action has really uh, informed and guided my, my first few years into the world of hemp. And I thank you big time for that, Joy. You're an inspiration. You and the Hemp Industries Association are a big inspiration for all of us. And um, I'll see everybody at the Hemp Innovation Challenge on February 12th from 1 to 5 in the theater at the Agri Center. That's the main part of the gigantic World Ag Expo on uh, Lispina Avenue. And, um, uh, and Joy, thanks again for everything you do. You are just so kind. It, it's mutual 10 million times right back, guys. Let's do really great work and show everybody the full potential of this incredibly promising plant together in February. See you soon, guys. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.